Hey, welcome to I'm That Mom, the podcast about motherhood without the pressure of perfection. My name is Katie. I'm a self-taught entrepreneur who started my baby company while pregnant and grew it to an eight-figure business as a single mom of three. Join us as we discuss the fun, funny, and messy parts of motherhood. We're certainly not experts. We're just here to support all the moms and hopefully, collectively, we don't completely it up. Okay, so let's talk pregnancy survival tips. I feel Ooh. like, and the real ones, not necessarily like, oh, make sure you get lots of sleep and rest and put your feet up because that's maybe kind of doable, but it's definitely... Yeah, it's a little more out of reach. I mean, especially yeah. if you're working too or if you yes. have a kid already, like yeah. that's that's not ideal. That advice is more first time mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it goes right along with the sleep when baby sleeps. Yeah. You know, but okay, but let's, so my first pregnancy, I mean, really the first thing that comes to mind is how do you deal with sickness? Because I would say probably 80% of women have some kind of nausea when they're pregnant. So I feel like, yeah, I mean, nosh, you know, being that morning sickness, right? And, yeah. and it starts, I swear you pee on the stick and the next day it's like vomiting in the toilet. I mean, pretty much. They they go hand in hand. I know with my first one, we were in the middle of renovating our house and my I kept getting sick and yeah. my husband thought I was trying to get out of the renovations. He's like, "Did you know if you, you don't, were pregnant?" No, not yet. And so I, he was like, "If you don't want to be here, just leave. Like I don't need your help. I can finish this on my own." I'm yeah. like, "I can do it. Like I want to be here." And then Sure enough, the next day I took a test and that was why. And so the, the nausea is like the first thing. Yeah, it is. And it is horrible. I mean, I don't even like being sick or throwing up not pregnant, but actually having to wake up and feel, I mean, it just, and then going to work or having another child at home. I mean, it can just be horrible. The things that helped me the most was eating crackers and yeah. kind of keeping like something in my stomach a little bit. And that's the last thing you want to do is eat because you feel sick. But I, know. Um, I just remember like goldfish and actually bean and cheese tacos. That's my thing too, yeah. bean and cheese. So what do people outside of Texas eat? I don't eat know. That probably sounds their... so weird to anybody it outside does. Like, of Texas. Everybody in California is like, what? They eat bean and cheese tacos. Yeah. So it's like a burrito. And there's just something, I think it probably coats our stomach with the beans. Yeah. And I mean, beans <laughs> have protein in them it's and so a little bad. bit of dairy. Like it's, it's like a miracle a that all the pregnant meal. women in Texas aren't like a thousand pounds and overweight from eating all the bean and cheese tacos. There was definitely a rush at my local oh. like Taco Cabana. Yeah. There's no question. But, and I even, I mean, driving to work when I was pregnant, I'd pull over mm. on the access road, like throw up outside of my door. I mean, that's like hardcore. Close it. I kept mouthwash like in my side door yeah. so I could just rinse out because I mean, there was, what do you do? That's just what you do. Like, you have to keep going. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. And then it kind of stopped probably around 12, 14 weeks or got better. Yeah. Um, but then it came in like waves really forever. My, the one thing that made me the most sick on my first pregnancy was it was Thanksgiving and my mother-in-law, you know, kind of assigned everybody what they were cooking and I had to make sweet potatoes and I was, gosh, in my first trimester for sure, but I had to like roast the sweet potatoes and it made my whole house smell like it. I threw up all day long into this day. 
I cannot eat sweet potatoes. What? What? It just ruined it for you. Yes, it did. And like sweet potato fries are like all the thing now. And I can't touch them because I'm literally have PTSD from cooking them on Thanksgiving. I know. Did you have any food aversions? Mine, it's so weird. Mine, mine is meat. I don't like, I turned into a vegetarian the first trimester and I live on protein shakes and beans and oatmeal. And in addition to my Zofran that my lovely doctor gave me. Yeah, that's in the triangle, the food pyramid, right? I know. Zofran, (laughs) your dairy, your meats and your vegetables. But really, it's a lifesaver. I tell moms like why women try to fight it and they're like, no, I don't need medicine. I don't need medicine. Take it. Like it helps. And it makes it feel, you just feel so much better. And especially if you have little ones at home. I mean, as long as your doctor is giving you advice, you know, saying you can take it and it's not, you know, causing problems. I'm like, give me all the meds. I want all of them. Yeah. Um, Second, third. So I, you know, I've got five kiddos, only three of them I birthed. So the other two were bonus children from second marriage. And so those pregnancies were fabulous. Right? <laughs> yeah. They were awesome. It's like, don't I look great? Yeah. But my girl pregnancies just killed me. They were way worse than my boy, for sure. And I think they say, like, don't your hormones get worse? And so kind of like the girl hormones make you more sick. The, I could um, see that. What are all the wives tales? So if you're having a boy, you, you carry more in the front. And if you're having a girl, you carry yes. more in the back. Right? Yep. And um, what are some of the others? Oh, craving sweets or craving salty. salty. And then like what side you sleep on, I've heard. Like the right side or the left side. Really? Like boy or girl? Yeah. I don't know. I'm reading too many articles Uh, late at night. Yeah. Let's see what else. Um, Oh my gosh. And my, so I actually had to do IVF with my third baby. Um, So I went through the crazy amounts of hormones, which does not lead to oh any easier of a pregnancy. I will always have a soft spot in my a soft spot in my heart for moms that have to go through it because like take PMS hormones and then like times them times fifty. Like you are just psycho. And that's a long yeah. process too. It like, is a long you process. You have the hormones before you even get pregnant. You have the hormones before you get the hormones. So, oh my god! <laughs> and then they give you extra hormones on top of it. It was insane. Plus, like with each, you know, pregnancy, like you get older and older. And so I was in my mid thirties when I had my last and. It's not just pregnancy hormones. It's the hormones after the baby's born. Like nobody prepared me for night sweats. I mean, I would soak my nightgown or tank top or shorts. Did you have night sweats? Well, yeah. Even while I was still pregnant, I think just like the extra body heat and my increased heart rate, I was just always like sweating and could not stay cool enough. Yep. And the hair loss. And my hair looked, and I don't oh, have hair after. to spare. I don't know if y'all can tell, but I'm not. But after every baby, I had like the mohawk. You know, like when all your hair falls out oh, and the then you get hairs. the baby hairs and it's all crazy. Yeah, the whole way around. Um, what else? You're more, you just had Grayson. She's not even a year old. What was, what were some of your other crazy, I know, pregnancy symptoms? How about just like anytime you stand up or walk or run or do anything, like somehow something always is like, Moving or yeah, that's not what I was gonna say. Let's just put it this way: I had a lot of like panty liners in my pregnancy. Did you not? No. What? No. I was great. I'm the only one, and it was weird. Yeah. No, you're not the only one. Yes, that is a thing. It is a thing, and it is normal. 
Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, I read about it online because I had like every single app you could imagine and would like read constantly. Like, oh, yeah. I probably I read too much. So I still know what you're talking about, but you know, everyone is different. Yeah. And so. I don't know. I never had that. Well, great. Let me go down but my other list. I had horrible hemorrhoids. Did you have hemorrhoids? No. Okay, you suck. You're like that person that nobody likes when they're okay, pregnant because no. you're like, I love being pregnant. It's amazing. No, it was. Okay. And I'm like walking around with like pads and like tucks shoved up my ass crack. Like, I mean, the tucks feel the nice. Yeah. Like, I use them even if I don't have hemorrhoids. I think at like, one point I got like five of them up there to like stay. Oh my God. And I can tell you a quick hemorrhoid story. And most women, and I didn't even have vaginal births and I still had hemorrhoids. And they, I know, that's what? like cruel, right? It was horrible. But I didn't, so I didn't have them first pregnancy. Second pregnancy is when I got them. And it, I guess it's just because everything carries lower and so you have more like pressure. Well, I had never had a hemorrhoid before. Yeah. Have you had one? No. Oh, they're like horrible. How did this whole podcast get turned into hemorrhoids? They're horrible. And it, like, it's literally, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to tell you the story. So it was halfway through my pregnancy. And, like, you know, when it's, like, hot out, and I just felt, like, something weird between my butt cheeks, basically. And so I went home, and I'm like, something is not right. Like, something's not right. And I got, like, my handheld mirror. And like I get in my bathroom and I and I look and I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I stop and I panic and I'm like, something is wrong. Like the baby's coming so out you my can butt. Like, like, actually, <laughs> see like, this? Yes, it was like a mommy grape had like baby grapes no and they were all coming out of my ass at the same time. So at the time, my husband was a physician, and so I'm like, okay, well, he'll know what to do about like my intestines coming out my butthole because this something's wrong with me. Like it's really bad. This is a true story, y'all. And so I I think I like paced in my bathroom a couple times and finally called him in, and I'm like, you need to come in here. Like something is seriously wrong. I don't know what it is, but I and he's like, well, what is it? And I'm like, well, it's like on my butt, and I. Like, it's not good. Like, it kind of, and I described them, and, like, it was not this big. I'm using my hands. Like, it's, like, coming out of my butt. But it was big enough to cause panic, right? And he's like, Katie, let me see. Like, let me just see. And he was a general surgeon, so he, like, was used to, I think, Everything. butt things. anyways I made him sit on the edge because he's like I need to see it like I need to see if we need to go to the hospital and I'm like I am not showing you this and he's like and I I don't know it's just I would have rather shown you my butthole at that point like than him totally sober like right like you're pregnant and huge so he sits on the edge of the bathtub and I have to bend over and there's I know like are you visualizing this and he still is completely calm and I'm like cold sweating and I like bend over and then I like spread him (laughs) and I'm like oh my god (laughs) but I really thought I was gonna die like I thought this was horrible and he's like it's a hemorrhoid and I'm like what do you mean and he's like well it's like a big hemorrhoid with like baby hemorrhoids and I was like oh my god so I call my friend that it was my OB and at the time and I'm like, I'm birthing the hemorrhoids out of my ass and she's like crying, laughing, and she calls me in a prescription and anyways it goes away. There's nothing more lot. humiliating than yeah, being like six months pregnant and bending over to have your husband make sure you're not dying from something coming out of your body. Well, yeah, because you already know you're about to lose your dignity a little bit when you give birth, just like yeah, showing different. it all to everyone. But this is like too early. Different, like, yeah. yeah. So that, and then it came back with the vengeance on my third pregnancy. Yeah, 
And I guess it was just like the pressure. I had big babies. So I think that I just couldn't take it. Man. (laughs) They're gone now, thank God. I got lucky. I didn't have those. But what happened to me was my tailbone got like totally fucked up. It was terrible. It like, because I also gained 55 pounds when I was pregnant. And And they say like what, 30 pounds is normal. Yeah. But I mean, I've always had like, I'm like taller and been like a little bit skinnier. And so, yeah, yeah, I was just like, let me eat everything. And then I gained everything. And you ate everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it like shifted my tailbone though. And so like my biggest like pregnancy survival thing was my freaking like tailbone pillow with a hole cut out in it. You just sit on a donut? Yeah. And I still sit on it today because (laughs) like it, it never went back to normal. Oh my God. I love that this is a whole like butt story. Like I mean, if we started off with pregnancy survival tips, and now everybody knows about how we both had butt issues during our pregnancies. Well, <laughs> I mean, worse than yours, you can't I be the only one. <laughs> no, it cannot be the only one. What are other like pregnancy symptoms? Oh, I know. How about your nipples or your areolas growing and getting darker? Yeah. That's not in the books. I just remember yeah. literally like changing clothes and being like, "What? This is like." What is this? It's like targets, which I think that's actually, I read one time that it is meant to get yeah. darker so that the baby like can naturally see. Yes. Uh, baby wasn't the... going to miss mine. That was for sure. They're... Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Did yours grow too? Yeah. And yeah. that was a little disappointing because I was like, yeah, I'm going to get bigger boobs. But then it was like, I got bigger nipples before the boobs came. So it's like, Ooh, oh. the ratio was off. Yeah. Yeah. I got bigger <laughs> like, boobs oh. too. And then my children sucked them dry. And then they were like hanging like sock bags where like if you bend over, it would literally fall out of your bra. Or I could like pick up the skin and like do this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> After I was done having babies, I got them fixed. So now, hey. <laughs> thank God. Yeah. I'm like, can we reduce the size of everything and pull them up? It's like pulling your socks up. It's like, I don't want big ones. I just want like perfectly teen ones. I don't know. Something like manageable. Yeah. Because... Once you have like the huge milk boobs, like you don't want, it's like a fantasy, right? We all think we want big boobs until you have them. And then it's and then like National Geographic. Pain yes. And... All the things yeah. and never again. So I bet there's plenty of women that can relate to that. Um, what else? What other weird pregnancy symptoms I have? Uh, Gosh. I mean, like for me also just with like the gaining weight and stretching the, the pregnancy pillows, those U or the C yeah. shaped pillows. Those Life are the changing. Bomb. Yes. Like, I still sometimes sleep with like a pillow or a blanket between my legs. Do yeah. You? Yeah. And like stick it up underneath your belly so that you can lay on your side. Cause you can those lay pillows on your back. got more love than my husband for sure. Yeah. Well, and my husband would steal mine sometimes too in the middle of the night. Yeah. I'd have to like yank it back from him yes. and like reclaim it. And we get no sympathy. I think there are dads out there that like really make an effort to like make sure you're comfortable, but not near enough. Because we're yeah. pregnant 24-7 and they're only nice about it or even remember like a small fraction of the time. Majority. Like we're just talking about like all of them. But yeah. what, was your husband, like was he good about really helping out during pregnancy no, or? he is. Like right now, like I'm feeling really sick. And so like if he hears me, he'll like come bring like water or like tissues and just like kind of be on guard. Yeah. But Okay. I feel like you just hinted towards... Like being, are you good? Look at, yeah, I am pregnant right now. Yay! Oh! But early pregnant. So you yeah. can actually talk about 
yeah your symptoms like in real time yeah the nausea is hitting me hard right now and it sucks although Uh, it wasn't as bad so we have a couple pregnant girls at work yeah and one of them started off her day with a text to us saying oh my gosh i know this is like every mom can relate that was sick she was driving to work and threw up down herself driving and had to pull over and we were like, oh my God, go home, poor thing. It's just, I think we can all relate to that yeah. moment where you just, it comes on like crazy and you just, I mean, I can't even count as many times as I threw up in the car. Yeah. It's yeah. horrible. But I yay. Mean, so, but we're so excited. We yes, have another baby yes. joining. We don't know yet if it's boy or girl, but. No, but I mean, even like going through that, like, I don't, obviously we're excited about the baby, but my husband was like over the moon and we have a nine month old right now. And so when I first figured it out, I had like a breakdown. I was like two under two, two under 18 months. Like this is so much. I'm going to be pregnant for like three years straight. This is like my body is tired. Right. And And right too, like you were exercising again and you start to fit into all your clothes and then yeah, oh, well. I know. You have an It'll excuse. be worth it. But at the same time, it's like overwhelming at first. And yeah. just to like your head just runs through everything you have to do to get ready and how your yeah. body is going to change and just readjust again. And you will look a lot more pregnant faster. Like there's just something about our bodies yeah. that remember. They're like, oh, pee on the stick, pregnant. Blech. And it like remembers, right? Like do you feel, and remember to, I mean, gosh, this was the whole pregnancy, but especially with your first where you spend the whole first half of the pregnancy wishing you looked pregnant and then the whole second half of the pregnancy wishing you didn't like you were like, yeah like when I'm you're really pregnant yeah but it there's something about the second and third and you know i guess just you know consecutive pregnancies that yeah. your body's like oh yeah i got this girl yeah it's all even though the baby's the side of like a poppy seed i know it just remembers and goes back you know what a good perk of that is though when you do look pregnant and people start holding the door open for you and they're like just automatically a little bit nicer Nicer, because you you can and that's always like fun in a way it's like oh thank you yes i am with child and milk it at home like yeah there because like let's be real like dad is not suffering enough it's really not fair no no so i would for sure like when it's bath time or bedtime just kind of be like oh I don't feel my back my stomach my the whole thing and milk it yes they need to pay it's really not fair like no no it's not fair and if men had to get pregnant well I mean we would just all stop reproducing because it just wouldn't they'd be in bed the whole time like in the fetal position (laughs) it would be so bad and yeah it would just not it wouldn't be good. But yeah, I say for sure milk it. And if you need help coming up with ideas, you know, let me know. I'll give you a laundry <laughs> list. Yeah. Yeah. I'd make Kevin do your, the laundry, help with Grayson. Like I'd get real sick real fast if I was you. <laughs> get some extra help around the house for sure. Right. Um, okay. So what else did we put on here? So, oh, worrying. I wrote down worrying 24-7. That's something... I feel like we don't all talk about either. And I think it's so natural because when you, whether you decide to get pregnant or it's a surprise pregnancy, I think most women in that process of trying to get pregnant live in two week increments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Like you're waiting for the next doctor appointment. Well, not even that it's waiting for your period. So it's kind of like you have your period, it's two weeks to ovulation, then it's two weeks waiting to find out if you're pregnant. And if you've ever lived in that two week 
eight-week cycle, I, it's exhausting. And you spend your whole time just worrying and anticipating and waiting to see if you're actually going to be pregnant. Yeah. Well, then you finally get pregnant and it starts all over. Then it's like, oh my God, I have to, okay, is there going to be a heartbeat? Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. am I going to get through the first trimester? Oh my gosh. And, you know, for women that have struggled with miscarriage, which it's like one in four or something. I, I mean, it's so a, common. it is beyond, I had miscarriage. Did you? No. Oh, you're very lucky. But it, it is extremely common. And sometimes it happens so early that women don't even know that they had one. But yeah. so if you've gone through that experience or even like, I'm sure you know somebody that has. Absolutely. Yeah. It's that fear, right? And then you get to the first trimester and then you keep and you worry to the second trimester. And I always remembered that like 24 weeks was kind of that moment where baby is viable, like outside yeah. of the womb. Right? Do you yep. remember that like feeling? Yeah. And so then for me, okay, well, I felt like there was some security with that. But every day, anything, if I stood up too fast and something came out, ran to the bathroom, like checking my underwear and, you know, any little cramp or once baby started moving, I just, did you worry that much? Like I did. And, and I talked to my doctor about it because I had anxiety medicine too, because I'm already a planner, a worrier. And so that just exacerbated it for me. And so... One thing that they let me do was get one of those at-home Dopplers, and so... I had one the last time. I couldn't use it all the time, but it is so nice to have as just, like, a quick peace of mind. Yeah. Like, everything's okay. There's the heartbeat, and... But did you ever use it and couldn't on. find it, and then, like, you panicked? And yeah. I did that. It, like, makes your heart race. Yeah. And so that's... It's, like, the pro and con to it, and so yeah. that's why, like, I think you should talk to your doctor about it first, but they were, like, if it gives you peace of mind and... You can buy them on Amazon from, now. Yeah. I mean, you can literally buy a handheld Doppler. Like $20. Yep. And it's so cool, and early on, I mean, I'd say... Probably as early as 10 weeks, I bet you can hear the heartbeat through the handheld Doppler. I'm not sure. I might be wrong on that. But I did have one with my last pregnancy, and it did help a little bit. But, you know, it's just the worry. I think that everybody really has that much fear, but we don't talk about it because it's like if we say it out loud. You don't want to, like, manifest it. We're not putting it into Yeah, exactly. But you just – then you have the baby, and then it cycles all into this, like – are they sleeping on their stomach? Are they sleeping on their back? Are they breathing? Are they, am I feeding them enough? Am I not feeding them enough? Are they getting the right nutrition? You know, the, everything. Never ending. It's never ending. And now, like with a teenager driving, I'm like, oh my God, did I raise, a, you know, did I raise good humans? Am I feeding them the right things? Or like toddlers with um, chicken nuggets and cheese. Like I just was convinced, like how is she going to have, how is she going to survive off of, she was, Lila, my littlest, was the pickiest eater. And she only ate fruit and chicken nuggets and she's fine. Like yeah. she's totally fine. So she's good. I think it's just that like constant worry that never really, I'm, I, do dads worry that much? I feel like they do, but maybe just about different things. Like I feel like you're being nice. I don't, I don't think know. they do. Maybe I, I got lucky, but. Like men have this ability to literally, have you ever like been in the car with your husband and he just kind of has a blank face and you're like, what are you thinking about? Oh, yeah. And he's all, nothing. And no, I like legit think they're thinking about nothing. Like somehow they're literally like thinking of nothing. Whereas my brain is now thinking about what they should be thinking about, what I'm thinking about, like yeah. my babies, the kids, like dinner, groceries, work, all that, you know. And wouldn't it be amazing if we could just like not think? 
Yeah. About anything. Oh, I know. Because I'm the researcher in the house. And so, like, I'm constantly looking at stuff. And, yeah. And figuring out, like, what needs to happen next. And yeah. What I need to do to prepare. So. And there's some really great, you know, books out there, too. And, and podcasts, even, about dads and what they can do to help support mom or what they shouldn't do that's not supporting mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you should and shouldn't say like in labor or at the doctor's office yeah. or just to your wife in general like don't ever be like oh the extra 40 pounds look really good on you. <sighs> like that's when like the psycho mom comes out or you know you're you're really showing or your butt's getting bigger like the Thanks. they don't mean it but yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Um okay, what else? I keep looking down at our little cheat sheet here, but I probably oh, clothes. What was your favorite thing to wear pregnant? And what are you looking forward to wearing? And then say goodbye to your jeans. Yeah, no more jeans, which is fine because yeah. I hate jeans to begin with. I'm always I'm a dress girl, so I love me a good ruched dress. Like you yes. know, where it, it has like the extra fabric. It's tight just where you're skinny. Right yeah, here. and yeah. then it lets your belly grow into it. And so honestly, last year I found two different style dresses on Amazon and ordered them. Like in maxis, like every long color. ones. No, they're still like they still Short. like shaped my body, but yeah. they were like longer still, like probably down to my knees. And then I did yeah. like tank top and short sleeve and go a little longer, and then you don't have to shave your legs as often. That's kind of nice. Oh yeah, that's oh, <laughs> the only downside to, to short yeah. versus long. Yeah, maxi dresses I lived in. I loved pants that came up like over my whole belly, but I could never wear the ones that were tight, like right under. Maybe early on in pregnancy, but when you actually have the big belly with the weight, it either felt really good to have nothing on it. Yeah. Like the, like what you're saying with the dresses or pants that like came up a little. And that along with my National Geographic, like milking boobs was really sexy. Isn't that funny that when you hit the point of pregnancy where, like, your boobs can just sit Sit. on your belly? Yes. And, like, you can put your ice cream there, too. Yeah, it is kind of fun. (laughs) I miss that part where you're sitting on the couch and, like, you see, like, your belly move. Yeah. That's, like, the really cool parts of pregnancy, for sure. Yeah, that's Um, when you have to soak it up and eat all the snacks, kick your feet up. Yes. Drink your water. Drink lots of water. (laughs) I I had a good friend, um, well, she owned a maternity store, actually, so when I was pregnant. (gasps) And same one that was my first customer for Caden Lane. Um, and is still my best friend. But she gave me the advice of buying nursing bras to wear during pregnancy because our boobs grow so much and you don't really want to go buy all new bras, no. right? But you have to anticipate the breast, if you're going to breastfeed too, right? Yeah. And so when you start to buy bigger bras, and a lot of the shops will help measure you too, with whether you go in, in store or online. Um, cool. But anticipate boob growth. I mean, yeah. it happens. It for sure happens when your milk comes in. And I would say it happens majority of time for pregnancy too. But it's nice. I would always go up a size. And to be able to wear your nursing bra for those nine months. And then also for as long as you're nursing. It's a nice yeah. way to kind of make the penny stretch longer, I think. Oh my you gosh, know? absolutely. Because yeah. you already want to buy everything for baby. And I never yes. wanted to buy as much for myself. So I had like my essentials, like my pillows and my nausea things. Yeah. But and yeah, it took me a little bit to find the right clothes and the right bras. But yeah, you have and to. the bras, once you find the best ones are life changing. Oh, yeah. We need to do like a good nursing bra. Right? We should. Yeah. Like the kind where like 
it holds in all like your back fat the right way and it has the perfect amount of coverage. It doesn't yes. make you feel like a full on grandma, but you're not spilling out. That would be fun. We should do like a poll with all of our moms, like in our VIP group and ask them like, what's their favorite nursing bras? What's the best parts of it? Like what are their yeah. favorite straps? And um, colors yes. too. I had a really cool nursing bra that transitioned. So it would allow me to pump and then also breastfeed because if you're a pumping mom, you need that like compression to yes. kind of hold in the suction with your pumps. And it would be cool like to have a nursing bra that even had like an extra like, you know, the swaddles that have like the baby wrap that wraps you tighter. But I don't know. Did you have to hold your, did you pump? Too? I did. Yeah. Did you have to hold it like on your boob and like move the cup around to like get all the like little milk things out? Um, What's I the technical term for that? Not, I don't know. Like, not really the flanges. Yeah. Is the that flanges, it? The flanges. Yeah. No, wait. The flanges is on the breast pump. Is that oh, the is that... milk sacs, like, uh, in your boobs? I don't know. You know how, like, you but... have a bunch of milk sacs? Yeah. And you didn't have to, like, milk each one? <laughs> well, I don't know. See, I, like, I literally could have well, found a small back in country. your day. Yeah. No, oh, my kidding. God. No. <laughs> But I, had, I had to like a cow, like udders. Okay, I still did do that. But um, man, even like during pregnancy too, my milk came in early. And so I had like started hand pumping for the yeah. colostrum. Um, but I had the, the wireless breast pumps. Yes, and I didn't so get that. Even then, like you have to position them like just right. But yeah, I mean, it like overall worked pretty well. I know. That's you just awesome. can't bend over with them. Otherwise, milk dumps out everywhere. Oh, and then it like makes you cry because oh. it is literally liquid gold when you work so hard to get even like three ounces yeah. or one ounce or whatever. And then you spill it or having to like get rid of it when baby's done oh. or your husband leaving it on the counter for too long. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guys. They get blamed for everything, but they do make most of the mistakes. <laughs> um, I Gosh, I feel like that was, I, I mean, I started off with my hemorrhoids. Now the whole world knows I had horrible hemorrhoids uh, for my pregnancy. But, but you fixed them with some tucks. I tucks yeah. and a prescription medication that was like a godsend. Um, yeah, and you don't have to have vaginal births to get hemorrhoids. We learned that lesson too. Or Fun I fact. did. Yeah. Um, other random, we learned about your tailbone. Did you get stretch yeah. marks or that linea what's the long line the line the... yeah well did your start up here <laughs> no not all the way up there but it goes to <laughs> yes, like right under to... my boobs yeah. so all the way down but that's like another thing like we were talking about the nipples it helps yeah. guide the baby and that's, really yeah because it helps guide the baby like from well then birth, my kids like, were lost because i didn't and have a line my armpits got darker too and that's another thing. Like my armpits got darker and I got more BO. I had to, I went through way more deodorant when I was but pregnant. You sound like you had a rocking pregnancy. It was wild. <laughs> and in the summer too, of course, yeah. in Texas, it's like 100 degrees it's every hormones. day. But I, know. I guess all of that like helps the baby like find its way to the food source. And so, so like cool. the stronger body odors, the darker lines, it's all to help guide them. Oh and my God. I think that's that fascinating. Cool? Our bodies do like the most amazing yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, even with like all the modern technology, there's yeah. still like some essentials that your body just knows what to do. Yeah. Which is so cool. I had no line. So my kids were like, where do I go? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I had the 
huge boobs. So I guess that was like right. God's they didn't way have to look like, far. Yeah, here I'm up here. Follow the ginormous moon. <laughs> There's no line. Um, the dark side of the moon. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is fun, and I'm so happy now that we've like told everybody you're having a baby. What a yes. what a cool way to like explore this whole thing together. Mm. Yeah. All right. Till next time. That was so fun. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And I hope you found a little nugget of something helpful in there. If you're curious about our brand and what we've been up to, you can check us out at cadenlane.com or join us on social where we've got several exciting projects that we can't wait to get you involved in. See you soon.